0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the awesome.com NFL strategy show. I guess it's never too early to talk a little first look into the Super Bowl. We'll be doing a whole lot more of this next week, but why not? We got nothing else to do today. So hopefully you're hanging out with us and spending some time on this Tuesday morning to uh talk some showdowns like big, big prize pulls across the industry. Today's show is sponsored, of course, by Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. I'm Dave Lochran at Lafay underscore D, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D. For those of you podcast listeners out there, joined by Jordan Vanek at Jordan Vanek DFS. Well, well we have a late, late dentist appointment last week. Where were you, man?
1: Yeah, no, that that then disappointment, uh, I got caught up. I honestly didn't even realize the time, and I wasn't able to get to my phone because I was getting some cavity filled. So.
0: That happened. Ah, oh, you get the old, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, mouth
0: was numb anyway, right? Probably oh, yeah, would have been no. weird <laughs> trying to take a sip of water, just drooling all over yourself.
1: A little bit, a little bit. Hopefully, it wasn't too bad, but, you know, I'm good. I'm back this week. It was a fun weekend to, you know, watch some playoff football. Not seeing Mahomes in the Super Bowl is an interesting one.
0: Very strange. Glad to have you back, though, man, to uh, close out our strategy shows. And Ben Rasa at Jazz Raz DFS. What's good,
2: brother? What's up, my man? Yeah, we got uh, the matchup is set. A lot to break down. We still got two weeks, which I like. You kind of ease into some of the analysis. You get your first takes. You get your first looks. And then we get the news uh, to trickle in over the next 12 days or whatever. So I'm uh, I'm excited to dive into it. Well, let's
0: make it happen happy to have you guys here as always hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet subscribe to the channel we had a great season been a a really fun season up until this point so appreciate you guys hanging out with us hit that thumbs up subscribe to the channel and if you want to join hit join down below get the free super chats each month the custom emojis the uh sweet badges as you see. See a lot of these changing colors. We've been doing this for like a year now. So there's got to be, you got to be a year or two. I don't know. Has it been a year yet, Tyler? Almost, right? Almost. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, we'll always prioritize your questions and comments along with our premium discord members, of course, as well. Where am I at? I'm at a nine months, 16 days. I don't think we have done a year yet. No, we haven't. Okay. We'll get there soon enough. Anyway, we got a little football to talk about. L.A. Rams, Cincinnati Bengals. Ben, I'm on record uh, saying you and I I, It was very fun doing a betting show with you yesterday, by the way. Very fun. Uh, I'm on record saying, I think, and and Tank the Shy Guy says Rams win 27-24. I personally think, and we got to get into it like this, before we talk about any pricing or whatever, we got to give our thoughts on this game, right? A little preliminary thoughts. Uh, I think the Rams could run away with this one. I think this could be one of those like Seattle versus uh, Denver games back. What was that? Nine, eight years ago. It was just a route. I'm not saying it's going to be, what was that? 53 to seven or whatever, but it wouldn't shock me. If we had a 31 to 10 type game for this Super Bowl. I think that's definitely possible, but maybe I'm in the, in the vast minority here. What do you think?
2: No, you kind of stole, I think, my hot take as well, which I mean, I don't know if it's a hot take because I think a lot of people are still skeptical of the Bengals and maybe it's because they're the Bengals and we're not giving them their due, but I'll get right to it. The Chiefs were unable to pressure them, and that was shocking, and that was the difference to me in the game. Cincinnati, sack percentage, 9.17% of the time, their quarterback gets sacked. That's 31st in the league. The Titans are top 10 in sack percentage on defense. The Chiefs were 31st. That was the difference. The Rams are like the Titans. They get after the quarterback. I think that's going to cause serious problems for Burrow. Can they overcome it? Well, they did once. He got sacked nine times against Tennessee, and they won. I don't think if that happens, they will win the game. And I think that it's very likely the Rams cause serious problems to Burrow on the, def- uh, on the offense.
0: Jordan, and I agree. This is the toughest matchup they've, they've faced. They had the Raiders. Okay, and that, that came down to the final possession, by the way. Jordan, they also had the Chiefs, tough matchup, no doubt about it. They did a good job containing Mahomes in the, in the second half. Uh, but then you also had a Tennessee team that just had terrible quarterback play from Ryan Tannehill and a 50% Derrick Henry. So would you agree this is the toughest matchup yet, or do you see it differently?
1: No, I, I see it the same way you guys do in that regard, because it's like this team's also a lot more balanced. Like with the Chiefs, when they got that 21-3 to lead, They didn't really commit to the running game. They didn't run the ball that well. Or sorry, they didn't commit to it and show that they can run the ball that well. If the Rams get up to twenty-one to three, Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, like McVeigh's running scheme is going to be able to gash them. And the Bengals in that second half went they ran, rushed three against Mahomes, played eight in coverage. If you're gonna leave McVeigh a light box that you've let his running plays develop, good luck defending it. And it's just going to be keep away from that Burrow offense.
0: Could be tough. Could be tough. It's going to be fun, though, because I think a lot of people are going to be really uncertain of how this game plays out. Usually people get very confident. I'm not saying I'm confident, but if, I, if I'm if i taking one side of this, it's the Rams, Ben. And we actually saw it move from four to four and a half on a couple sites already. Um, do you
2: see it swinging back the other way? I wouldn't be surprised if this closes around five, five and a half. Yeah, I think, I think there's a chance it swings. I, I haven't okay. bet the Rams yet. And I'm OK with that. I think that I'm willing to take the risk uh, in that regard. And if there's a long time and we've got some injury news, we've got to monitor. But at first impressions, you know, seeing what the Rams have done. And, and honestly, I I've been advocating the whole playoffs. If Stafford plays a clean game, they're not going to be beat. Yeah, Looking back, I think the best thing was that he threw the pick and they still won because now they say, okay, we we don't need him to just play perfect. We can overcome a mistake. Not that you want that, but I I was even more impressed that they got punched by San Francisco and they came back instead of they kind of just dominated Arizona and Tampa. So we've seen the Rams do it in every different way, similar to the Bengals in that regard. Yeah, and he didn't throw any
0: picks against Tampa, but Cam Akers lost two fumbles and they still got the win. So. They've been the most dominant team in the postseason. The, the Arizona game, that Monday night game, wasn't even competitive. Like, it was a horrible game to watch, actually. It was, it was that bad, uh, that much of, of a demolition that at no point was was it even fun. I thought San Francisco, Jordan, would be the toughest test for, for them. Granted, Tampa Bay is always difficult, but San Fran, the third time they faced each other, low-scoring game, only 37 total points. Do you see this Super Bowl being one where they look to to run heavily as they did uh, against against Arizona, and to some extent, you know, Cam is at twenty four carries against K- uh, Tampa Bay, or do you think we see the the Rams go back to that pass heavy approach like we saw all season long, where they were one of the most pass heavy teams in the league?
1: I think it's going to be a very balanced game from them because I think that's like a big reason. It's a big way you beat the Bengals if. They're able to run the ball and open up the door for these passing for Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham. That offense is just going to be able to route them to 30 to 40 points, which the Bengals, they didn't have to worry about the run against Chiefs. Or, I mean, even the Titans, like you saw Dante Foreman and Derrick Henry break off long runs. It was just Tannehill's three interceptions that caused them that game. As long as Stafford kind of plays clean, like, yes, he did overcome the interception against the 49ers. But if he plays that clean game where he's not turning over the ball at all, this could get ugly in that 14, 17 point range where you guys are looking at. I think Stafford will end up throwing like one interception or have something not go his way. And that game kind of stays a little bit closer, but it has the feel the Rams just overall dominating them.
0: Very, very possible. We have our odds up too on, on, uh, on odd shopper, which is exciting. Ben already, uh, a lot, already a, a lot of opportunities out there. I think we just had the game lines. I don't know if we have props up yet, which we should have up any day now because a lot of sites are already putting them up. Do you have anything? And then we're going to get into to the strategy here for the showdown purposes. Do you have anything that stands out early on as something we should be hitting two weeks in advance? Cause you think it's going to move? or are we just still keeping our eyes open?
2: You know, I think for the most part w- with, with bets that it's, it's about, okay, how stable are these lines going to be? Is there news that could come up that would shift this? Is there, is there something else kind of that can do it? So I don't see a ton there. There was one, you know, and again, we do over on the odd shop or YouTube channel, we break these down in full and you can watch the shows throughout the week. I think that Joe Burrow, because of the past, pressure is going to have to run for his life we saw him willing to take a couple scrambles against kansas city his rushing yards prop there was eight and a half he basically cleared it on the it was like one of the first plays of the game he ended up with 25 yards rushing i think that is a prop that i want to jump on sooner rather than later and lafay i'll use this as an example i don't know if you remember we talked about this yesterday on the show and it was 10 and a half and i said maybe you should jump on it now i look it's at 11 and a half yeah, yeah, uh yeah you didn't say that and I think it could even go a little higher. So that's one that I, I want to get finalized on my card early. I'm going to wait for most of the others.
0: In chat, we had, um, how do I say this? Mateus, I guess, saying that Vegas won't let that happen. If you're saying Vegas won't let a blowout happen, uh, well, first of all, that doesn't, it's not Vegas. If, if you want to talk about like the NFL, maybe, but uh if you're talking about that, the, they won't let, I'll say the NFL won't let a blowout happen. Four of the last nine Super Bowls have been blowouts. Uh, 31, well, 31-17, I didn't even consider that. That would be five of 10, but uh, or five of 12. Ravens crushed San Francisco. Seattle, The oh uh, no, 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 wrong one. Seattle smoked Denver. Denver beat Carolina easily. Uh, Kansas City, or Tampa Bay, last year. Tampa Bay and Kansas City. That game was never competitive. That was a terrible game. So, yeah, I mean, blowouts can 100% happen. Anyway, let's talk a little strategy here, Jordan. I think this is is what's important, and and that's what people are here for. It's still super early, and we still have a lot of time, but it's never too early. When it comes to strategy, when you're building lineups, how much of it is you trying to tell yourself a story about how this game is going to go? Because with Showdown, you have to be doing a decent amount of that.
1: Oh no, yeah, showdown. You definitely, I'll definitely comfortable telling the story. Sorry, going to tell the story. And for me, with this showdown slate specifically, like I don't know how I'm going to try to like get away from playing Cooper Cup at the captain spot, even if his price is seventeen or thousand four hundred at the MVP position. Because when you look at this postseason, he's just obviously been incredible. He's putting up huge numbers, and people are worried about like, oh, they're going to go and key in on him and stop him. Everybody, this entire season has tried to do it. Nobody's been successful at it. I don't think Cincinnati has the corners to be able to do it, and I don't think it's going to start in the Super Bowl. And when I looked at it, I did some preliminary research on this defensive coordinator because they faced McVay once. He's faced him once in his career. Cooper Cup went for 227 yards. Now that was Jared Goff playing quarterback with Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods on the roster. That was well before we thought this highly of Cooper Cup. And now looking at it, I'm like, I could see another huge type of game, even in the Super Bowl. They're going to try to throw everything at him. McVeigh is going to find ways to get this dude the ball.
0: Fitzpick said, just joining in to say I was wrong about Juwan Jennings. And uh, we're wrong all the time, dude. That stuff happens <laughs> all the time. Ben, if we're going to build a lineup at the end of this show, too, again, super early, but why not? Let's have some fun. <laughs> if, if you're talking about, and I want to, you can move this down on the sidebar, Tyler. So if we're talking about captains here, I went back and looked at, unfortunately, Crunch, Fantasy Cruncher, it, it's not populating the players for last year's Super Bowl. So I don't remember who would have been the captain, but he was 3%, 3.8% owned in the captain spot. Who would it have been? Would it have been Gronk. like, you think Gronk?
1: Scored Did twice, Fournette yeah. have a game too, though? He wouldn't be. He would have been, he was playoff Lenny at that point. Yeah, he was. Play, yeah, exactly. true. So I would think. Would Gronk have only have been,
0: 3%? been 3%? I
1: feel like, I don't think Antonio Brown would have been. 3%. I don't even remember the game. So uh, scores. Was, what, was.
0: what was it? Super Bowl 55, 54? Yeah, see. LV.
1: I think I can pull 55?
0: it up. 55? Yeah, 55. All right. Let's figure who the, uh, uh, chat can probably tell us before I even pull it up. <laughs> uh, I was trying to figure out who it would be, and I couldn't see the players. But the reason I said that is back to back years, the captain was less than 6% owned in the captain spot. Or the, Gronk the, was the captain.
1: One? Yeah. Who? Gronk.
0: Gronk. Had to have been. You're right. Had to have been. Because him and Kelsey are the only ones that had, like, well, Fournette had a pretty big game.
1: Yeah. But Fournette, Gronk was 4,500 at the captain spot. Yeah. That makes sense. He hadn't, he hadn't done much that postseason yet.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Gronk, and that was a dude. 500-way chop for first place last year.
2: <laughs> Million-dollar oh,
0: yeah. first place. These Everyone in first won like $2,400. So it's crazy. But the year before that, Ben, where you had that blowout, Damian Williams was your captain at 5%. Should have been the MVP. Uh, that's why you always just bet quarterbacks to win the MVP. Maybe Cooper Cup this year. But uh, Kendrick Bourne at 14% in the flex. Kyle Busch at seven percent, Patrick Mahomes at fifty four, Watkins, Sammy Watkins at twenty three, and Tyree Kill at twenty eight percent. Look, it's not really predictive. It doesn't tell us a whole lot, but it is interesting that you saw several seasons, not just this one, but I, I believe the one before the year before. I couldn't find it. I guess it probably would have been Edelman in the captain spot or a defense. For all that we know. was the
2: worst game, <clears throat> horrible
0: thirteen to three. That was
2: such a bad day.
0: Yeah, it was it was brutal. But are you willing to to get to some really low owned players in the captain spot and just open some things up everywhere else and hope that we can get another game like that?
2: I think you have to be in a situation like this. Uh, Like everything with showdown, it's it's to an extent like I'm not going to put some guy that has almost no chance, but. When you're talking guys that like Tyler Boyd, Van Jefferson, these are guys that I would say low chance that they are the optimal captain, but they'll have opportunities out there. They're they're part of these offenses. They could have a, a big game. Guys like that, I think you have to consider in these large field tournaments, because although coming in first is great, you're chopping with 500 people. Your equity before the you know, it's not like you know that lineup's going to win, and then your equity is shot if you have that many dupes, so you really want to try to avoid that at all costs.
0: Uh, Wes Rich, I feel you, bro. Van yeah, Super Bowl MVP catches two long touchdowns. Look, I, I, I don't know if I want to go as far as Super Bowl MVP, but I, I will say this much, right? It, Jefferson has. Been a thorn in my side for a while now, Jordan, for these showdown slates in the in the postseason. Even even some of the main postseason slates with like four or two games because he's been so cheap. He's on the field for every play. He's running routes on 95% of dropbacks. And even last game, he got his five targets and they just couldn't connect. I I'll I'll probably die on the Van Jefferson Hill again. If I have one week to go in the season. I'm going to have to go back to some Van Jefferson this week at his price point. I don't have a choice. I wish I did.
1: I mean, for me, uh, the captain position, I, with the way that you guys feel about, you know, the pressure getting to burrow sacking him a ton, I'm surprised neither of you were really talking about the Rams defense at that captain's spot. I have no problem with it. Cause I mean, all. I'm just thinking the nine sacks that Tennessee got, plus you're looking at a defense that when they, you know, they had a pick six against Kyler, um, I think they almost picked six uh, Jimmy as well, but I think they're, I would rather play them at the captain spot over Van Jefferson and save the 2700 because I just don't see it from him in this offense with Odell and Cooper Cup probably taking majority of that workload. And he didn't get that much of a price hit for me. I thought he was going to come in in the 4K, 3K range, but he's sitting here at 5,200, 200 more expensive than Michelle. He's four hundred more than Higby, who's her, and six hundred more than Bland.
0: I get it. I also know though that you know you've got almost five hundred thousand entries in this Millie maker. Oh yes. So, (laughs) go ahead, Ben.
2: Nothing. I'm just. uh, I'm agreeing more on that that point. That it's just such a large tournament that you're going to be able to do some things. Certainly, the defense, the Rams' defense. No one's going to play the Bengals' defense in captain. (laughs) Uh, which maybe that's the mega mind genius, because it's not like Stafford hasn't yeah. pick sixes in bunches this year.
0: And Akers, it's not like he's not fumbling.
2: It's true. I'm not going to do that, but mate, <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> well, look, I'm just, we, we have to throw out all possibilities, Absolutely. right? That's all oh, I'm yeah. saying. Tell, oh, telling
2: people to play Cooper cup at captain and pair it with the obvious plays is not going to do <laughs> no, anything yeah. for anyone. No, no you're, you're literally going to
0: chop. Even this is the crazy thing. I, in a Super Bowl, you know that the you know that snaps are going to be more condensed around a certain group of players. So, I guess it's like even if Cooper Cup isn't your captain and you try to be different elsewhere, I'm not sure how different you can get Jordan to the point where. And look, I'm not saying you have to. You're trying to solo it. If, if you were to chop with with ten people, that's still still very happy about that right so i'm not i'm not trying to uh, i would be thrilled but what i'm saying is the with cooper cup in the captain spot like ben was saying how do you get there i'm sure there's ways to do it but it
1: can't be easy oh no it's not going to be easy to get different with that obviously ownership will uh come out here in a week or so and then we'll be able to kind of see but like i think if you're playing cooper cup at the captain spot not that this this is a complete long shot, but if he gets activated, like you're going to have to take a shot on like Daryl Hen- Henderson, who practiced last week, didn't get activated to play in the game. But if he gets activated, he can sneak in there on a play or whatever and get in there. Or even your uh, Trent Taylor, who just came into the game and like, yeah, we're going to give you the two-point conversion for the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, I think if I'm playing Cooper Cup, I'm trying to find, I mean, I'm leaving salary on the table. I'm playing the Bengals defense. like. You got to get super unique with it. I just have a hard time not seeing him be it, which is the case for obviously, or the obvious case for him being so popular at that position.
0: Ben, you know, I have to ask the obvious question Is the Cooper Cup fade in play?
2: So I actually think that there is a, uh, depending, uh, you know, when we look at our tools. I think there is some potential where you can fade Cooper Cup by playing him in the flex and hope that he just has a raw points game that's still important, but it's not so good that you would want him in the captain spot. And ironically, you're playing him and you're hoping that he doesn't do anything spectacular, but you know that he's just so good that the full-out fade is too aggressive. I think I'm going to explore lineups. We've seen this with Lamar Jackson sometimes on these island games during the year. He's like 90% owned.
0: Dude, Lamar, Lamar this year uh, busted on a, on a number is. of showdown sites. Pretty unprecedented.
1: The Dolphins specifically off the top of my head. Yeah,
2: that, well, that was... <laughs> there was, sure was that. another one too. This <laughs> it, it was a tough scene from that. I mean, this is a different show. The AFC North is just out of control. Um, now that the Bengals are like the Browns are still the worst team, even after there's quote unquote rebuild, they're still in the basement somehow. Um, but yeah, I think there's ways to do things with Cup in that sense. Well, I have some teams that don't use them, of course. But man, he is that good. And it seems like even when he's not effective, you know, he's gonna he's gonna register 10 to 15 DraftKings points, and that might be enough to still be important, even though it's not the captain optimal. Can, can you explain
0: something? Tank the shy guy says, LOL, please fake cup." He's the freest square of free squares. Can, can you explain why we have this conversation when there's a, a half a million uh, lineup
2: field? Yeah, because it, this is, you know, this is a topic that comes up a lot in betting and in DFS. It's not about chance of success. It's about chance of success relative to the ownership. Like if Cup and and I I would, I hope Tank, if respond, I would love for you to respond to this. If if you knew that Cup was 99% owned, if you knew that, even though his chance of success is still the same, would you play him at that point if you knew that? Like to me, clearly the answer would be that you should not play him. And by not playing him, what's going to happen is you're probably going to lose because the small chance that he doesn't pay off, you would now be isolated with only 1% of the field and that's worth the risk. So at some point, the ownership becomes lucrative enough to explore that, even though I agree that Cooper Cup is is unbelievable and there's a very real large possibility he will be in the optimal, but that doesn't make it uh, plus EV depending on some of those other factors. That's all. And on uh, the... Go ahead, Todd. I was turn... going to say,
1: I mean, I'll add to this. We Two weeks ago against Arizona, or sorry, three weeks ago, I guess, 34 to 11 win for the Rams. Cooper Cup seventeen DraftKings points. That's not going to be in the optimal, even at the flex. I don't think at seventeen point one in this Super Bowl game in a thirty four to eleven. Right. I, I really, I don't even know was he in the optimal. I mean, I could check the actual lineup because I forgot that that actually had a uh, showdown slate for it.
0: Yeah, we yeah check that out. And, and look though, Ben, one thing though to add is w- when you do that, you're likely to lose. You're right. but yes, but when you win that's when you're actually putting yourself in a position to to really, really win. And that's, that's the difference. Like if you're winning with Cupid captain, yeah, you you have a profitable or even in your line, like mostly Captain, but yeah, you're having a profitable day, maybe because showdown slates, you can still cash a ton of them in in these crazy large field tournaments and not be profitable. But um, it's, it's, it's a whole, a whole lot different. When There's, you're when you're captaining somebody like that, and you know it's it's just that that's why we have the boom bust tool with the optimal lineup percentages.
2: Yeah, it's it's counterintuitive in nature because you you're doing something that logically makes you more likely to lose in that given situation, but a lot of times long term, it's very you know I could use pick a number one through ten, and if it's the number if you get the number right you win a million dollars if you get the number wrong you lose $20. Well, the majority of the time you're going to lose, but you would make that bet every time. Like that's uh, obviously a very elementary example to this, but it's it's that concept that I think sometimes with these situations is underutilized, but that's why the tools are so important because if if Cooper Cup isn't nosebleed owned, I'm with Tank, I'm with Chat. I'm I'm going to play him if he if I can get uh different by by playing him. Of course, I'd want him on my team. I just have a feeling he could push. I mean, Lafayette, what do you think? You think you'd be like 80% owned?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, he's going to,
2: that could be a problem then for me.
0: It, he's going to be extraordinarily popular. And to be clear, I'm going to have a ton of Cooper Cobb. Uh I'm just going to have some lineups without him too. Uh, that's all. I mean, I, I want to give myself some, some outs. That's all. I mean, it, that's just, it's just at this price. It's not even that, that his price is insane because I think we've seen more expensive captains out there than Cooper cup, but, Jordan, what did he have in that game? Was he in the optimal? Did you find it? Are, are, he was because the,
1: the Cardinals were just so bad. <laughs> like, oh, right, was, that makes just, sense. Yeah, the Cardinals did not do enough. But I mean, he was seventeen point ten points. It's because Christian Kirk had eleven and Rondell Moore had eight. But whatever. Be clear though; he's the
0: best player on this slate, and uh, yes. all, all you're saying is ownership is going to reflect that. That's all. Just to keep an eye out and check out the tools. Um. Any other spots we really like in the captain spot? I'm I'm hesitant to get to a lot of these. I mean, I know I'll just get there by default on some, but I'm just not in love with a lot of these guys to have those ceiling games to get you there. But at the same time, Jordan, that's why you look at our like our boom bus tool where you'll or you or the top sorry, the top plays tool, the the showdown top plays tool, where you'll see that um a guy has like a 30% chance of being in the optimal but his optimal captain spot ownership is actually lower than than captain. Uh, his optimal captain probability is, is lower than ownership because sometimes a cheaper guy that opens things up doesn't need to have the best game on the slate to be the optimal captain.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, for me at the captain position, like obviously I'm probably going to match the field or go a little bit overweight on Cooper Cup. That's probably the way I'm just going to treat it even prior to knowing the ownership at the captain's spot, but the player I'll probably be overweight on just because of the way I see the game going is Cam Akers at the captain's spot. I think there's a real chance that he gets the multiple touchdown game, especially with the way that since he's played coverage against Mahomes and played coverage against these guys where they're they're leaving a lighter box. And if you do that against McVay, he's going to run all over you. That's just – that's the DNA we saw it when Gurley was there. And we saw Cam Akers get a 24-carry game against the Bucs. <laughs> If he gets a 24 carry game against Cincy, I think he's getting over a hundred yards. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think it's Cincy.
0: Yeah, I, I could see it. And by the way, we don't know because last week was weird with Sonny Michelle getting, you know, 10 of ten carries, Akers had a, a 13. I do love this, though. Uh, some of these questions and comments, keep them coming. And by the way, did you see Cincinnati school districts are closing the Monday after the Super Bowl? And what a great move what a great move uh that's what they should do everywhere you should cl- they should just move it we move Super Bowl to Saturday right give us yeah.
2: Sunday <laughs> yeah that's a dumb or just Monday be it like a oh, holiday a holiday
0: obviously <laughs> yeah that's what I would say um okay so Ryan had a good question uh Ben I'll go to you here what about doing a double tight end stack or double running back stack to be different I think the running back double running back stack question, is more interesting. If, if Ryan, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if we're talking about in the context of two running backs from the same team,
2: I, I would assume that's what, what he's going for. And I, I think that's totally reasonable Akers Michelle comes to mind. for um, sure. If this is what I'm talking about, not to go back, but like, if I did that, I would be less likely to use Cooper cup in that type of lineup because you're really hoping for an outlier where all the touchdowns are on the ground, they suck up a ton of clock, you throw the Rams defense in there, and you maybe get out of there. Now, last week, if you had a two time machines, not even one, I guess the mix and P-Ryan combo was the move. I'm not going to do that here. There's no chance, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I see the logic in being that if you're talking about double tight end from the same team. I'm not sure that'll be different, but I don't think I want like Higby Blanton combos, uh, or, or like sample Uzoma, who we don't even know the
1: health of these guys as well. So something to keep in mind.
0: Where are you at, Jordan, on on that question?
1: The double running back is really interesting. I mean, the uh, Smaje Farin Joe Mixon actually won the dude solo the Millie uh, this yes. past weekend, which was. I I swear that dude's from the future because there's just, I don't know how you get that lineup with Blanton, but hey, you know, whatever all to him. Congrats Did you the see the winner
0: of the $300,000 uh, championship special with 100k to first? I didn't see that one with Blanton, full out Rams onslaught without Stafford, right? And then <laughs> stacked had Burrow at quarterback and the only player he stacked them with was Samaje Perine.
1: That doesn't make... That's Any telling sense? the future. Yeah, that
2: one just, that's just a horrible lineup. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it I, was off. It was awful. Congrats, but that's just terrible.
0: I, I said to Eric yesterday, I was like, this guy objectively didn't know what he was doing. It was one lineup, threw it in there, had an early game guy in the flex spot. You know, all of the stuff that just, and no stack, but three <laughs> players from the same team, no runbacks, not saying you have to, but uh, yeah, I think you're right, Jordan. There was some serious, some serious future telling. Did you see the guy on the, the FanDuel bet? Did you see that the 27? Oh my God. Time
2: machines. Correct score prediction. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But yes, as far as the two running backs go. Yes. No. Cam Akers, Sonny, Michelle, definitely take the air to the ball with you. Ben, you know, taking the Cooper cup, not playing him with that lineup. And I mean, again, I do like that Cincy running back room, because I think they're going to be able they're going to be throwing to the running backs a lot in that game where if we're treating it like Tennessee, Joe Mixon went out there and got six receptions and seven targets in that game. I could see that high uh, reception upside from him on that end.
0: Did you ever watch the series? It was a mini series called 63 about traveling back in time to prevent. I think it was the JFK assassination. No, no, I
2: didn't. I missed. Anyway, the one. way
0: well, the way he was making money was he just took back all of the scores from those days. And was just just betting them, and maybe that's what's happening. Well, but I mean,
2: go uh, ahead. No, nothing. Go ahead.
0: I've thought about what I would do if I could travel back in time and and bet on on, on sports that I already know the answer, that I knew I knew the results. You have to be careful, right? Like you got to lose some. You got to wager somewhat small. Once in a while, you hit some mega long shots, right? That's the way you got to do it.
1: Oh yeah, no. I well, we've we've me and my brothers and people have had that discussion quite often. I would totally go back and just make DFS lineups. Like everybody's like, "Oh, just win the lottery once and be set." And I'm like, eh, "That's boring." I would I would go in there and make one lineup solo the Millie and just <laughs> go into yeah. the Super Bowl Rams Patriots, not play any of the offense, just dual defense. Let's go.
0: You'd have a tough time with that in 1963, but if you're talking about oh, like yeah. more recently, then oh, I yeah. agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. Back then, I mean, bookie, bookie thinks you're doing something wrong, Ben. You might get your knees bashed in.
2: Yeah, you always want to stay within the graph. That's, uh, you know, we saw that with the poker boom. And then it's like, wow, one guy on this chart is off the chart. And it's like, turns out he was cheating. Like, you, you never want to make it too obvious. But a lot of stupid criminals out there. It, you would have bought, Luffy, you could have bought strong hands in 1963. Think, <laughs> how, think how many zeros that would have been. Do, do you believe in time travel, Ben? Do I believe in time travel? No, don't think that's on the uh you know on the Ben Razza no, Rolodex. The, no, the I Simpsons, don't
1: the Simpsons dude. I don't care. He's a time traveler, right? Time <laughs> traveling.
2: <laughs> do you believe in oh here we go? Now we're getting somewhere in the show. Go do ahead, you rapid believe in fire.
0: In them. Extraterrestrials? Like, do you believe in aliens? No,
2: you don't? Do
0: you, no. Jordan?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Are they watching I mean, the show? Like, not like the
2: like button aliens do us i
1: I believe we're not we're not the only ones out here i was gonna ask ben if he believes in wizardry because you know uh, wizard calling him harry harry potter earlier in the show
2: i do get i one time i was at foxwoods and someone actually thought i was daniel radcliffe and i don't look that much like him Um, do you
0: believe in nothing like supernatural do you believe in demons demons
2: what what was like is that different than like other goblin like creatures? No, I don't believe in demons. No. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Like, well, demons are very. Demons. De- I figured you would have gone with like. Aren't de- wouldn't devils be ahead of demons on I, the? I, I, I got. I'll bet you more than
0: half of America believes that demons exist.
2: Well, I would agree with that. That confirms. <laughs> That's uh, not an <laughs> indictment
0: on them. It's just. It's
2: a personal belief.
1: I mean, if they're if they're sitting in the closet hiding away from everybody because everybody's a demon, then that's different story. But if they just casually, yeah, no, I believe something's out there. I love
2: how the burden of proof on these topics have shifted the wrong way. It's like <laughs> I have to prove there's not aliens instead of people proving <laughs> that there is. It makes right, right, literally, right. It's like, well, well, you don't think there's time travelers? Prove it. Like, I mean, so what are you talking about? They
1: <laughs> the, they had the uh, the documents got released for that UFO sighting and stuff. That, yeah, that, was that. A, yeah. that was a true thing. That is freaky. I'll give you that. They yeah.
0: convenient, but but the thing is, they just like conveniently release things when they want to get our attention off something else. So I don't oh, know yeah. what. The, okay, Ben, do you believe <laughs> in ghosts?
2: Ghosts? Yeah. Uh, no, not gonna go with ghosts either. You know, I've what had something called. Have you ever had
0: sleep paralysis? Then we. Can I talk haven't, about.
2: but I, I obviously believe in that. I know OK, about that. So I used to
0: have awful sleep paralysis where I like, would be. You're basically, you You cannot yeah, that's move. Terrifying. Your eyes yes. are, you don't know if your eyes are open, but they feel open because everything in the room is exactly as it is with you laying there, right? Everything, like even my wife laying next to me in bed, the dog's at the foot of the bed, but you're stuck. You can't move, nothing. And then a dark figure, you're going to laugh, but I'm dead serious. I, I would not make this up. It's the most horrifying thing in your life, I promise you. You wake up sweating, dark figure approaches you and you cannot move and just stands above you. No, a black figure. It's happened to me many times and it's horrifying.
2: But that, see, that I don't equate. That's like hallucinations and stuff. I'm not saying
0: it's an actual demon. I'm I'm saying (laughs) I'm saying
2: it certainly felt like it was right there and it was real. That's all I'm saying, you know, my final comment. And then we can get back to whatever we need to get to is all (laughs) the money that we waste on space and all this nonsense should be invested into the ocean. There's probably some crazy shit in the ocean. Dude, we take me to that the Mariana out. Trench, to the bottom okay, of it. Go figure that out first. <laughs> then we can go. These, these articles, I can't take it. They discovered, oh, this new thing that could house life. Slight problem. It's 700 billion light years away. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. Great job, everybody. We wasted uh, uh, the GDP of a full country somewhere so to figure right that now. out. It's <laughs> so, so s- dumb. It's one of so the right. dumbest. <laughs> things i we did every day they discover <laughs> a new place that we'll never get to good job that's it i'm i'm done go ahead <laughs> no you're right i've thought about the same thing i mean to get there would be
0: what was it like planet x or something or, or the zulu you know what i'm talking about but and then there's the one that's like something 55 9 yeah it's ridiculous do you believe the earth is round ben
2: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna break away with Kyrie uh on that one and and go go with that
0: okay jordan you're not a flat earther right no
1: no i'm not who do you i wouldn't go to space who do you think on the osmo team's a flat (laughs) 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 earther a
0: lot of people would probably think it was me but uh yeah you would be high up on that list (laughs) no 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 i believe in real conspiracies smart like jfk i mean that's just proven fact at this point.
1: That's another, an good,
2: an that's
0: another an inside good, that's another
1: Ben definitely would be the guy that everybody believes in conspiracy theories. 100%. But this I
0: is definitely getting have. demonetized and pulled from the channel, right?
2: Yeah, this will be on the uh, <laughs> our fourth channel.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, now Josh isn't a flatter. The thing about Josh is he doesn't pay attention to any of that stuff. Like if Josh could tell you who the VP of our country was right now, it'd be shocking. So he like he, and and it's not an insult. He just he is doesn't completely closed am I wrong Ben? He's completely closed no, he, off from the outside world.
2: Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't let the, all the nonsense get bother. It's actually a pretty healthy way to live, actually. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Hey Jordan, what do we think for Oh, you know what? I forgot. Yahoo Daily
0: Fantasy Sports. I'm sure they love me segueing into this after talking about the JFK assassination. But hey, Yahoo, glad to have you as a sponsor. Uh And honestly, all that matters here is that if you sign up at Yahoo, where you get the best, best pay, forget about the, the fact that you get all of these perks on top of it. It's the best place to play because of the payouts, because of the contests, because of the, the, the low management fees. Some may call it rake, all of that stuff uh it's going to beat out any other site hands down ben agrees with me i won't even go to him because jordan agrees I, they, we know if you play there you know it's just the payouts are the best the structure is the best they have a lot of those uh everybody wins contests but if you sign up using the link in the description or the one that our producer tyler zander is going to put in the chat or already did free month of awesome o plus platinum 90 dollar value everything on the site value, everything that we have on the site, every tool, not just for football, but for every single sport out there. All of those tools created by Osimo himself. I mean, what is there to lose? Literally nothing. They'll also give you $10 in free play when you sign up on top of that to get into some contests like the $50,000 Tuesday Baller today. I know they're going to have huge uh, Super Bowl contests, so... Jump in now, familiarize yourself with the site, get ready for the Super Bowl, start playing some uh, NBA, uh, some PGA, get your free of and use all the tools that we have with Yahoo integrated into all of them to win some money. I mean, it, it really is uh, it, insanity not to, to take advantage of this. It's like believing the earth is flat. All right, Yahoo, daily fantasy sports sponsor of the strategy show. Jordan, talk to me about some good value here that can open some things up for us. Not just open some things up, but that maybe can make us a little bit different in those Cooper Cup lineups, right? In those chalky captain or chalky lineups in the flex spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at this, there's a specific range that like it just from 5,400 to your 4K, you have the entire group of guys that are going to make you different. I think you're going to be the ownership will play a huge part into where I'm picking it. Where you have Boyd, Van Jefferson, Michelle, and then you have every single tight end. And the kickers as well. I don't like Matt Gay too much because of just the fact that he seems to have missed and he's missing short right now. So I'm not really trying to play him on the kicker side of things. But when you look at this little range right here, I'm not sure Ozuma or Higby are going to play. Both of them looked like they tore something (laughs) like watching those that game. It didn't look too good. And they're both in huge knee braces. So for me, I think the tight end between bland and sample that I would rather get to a sample because I think he will come in lower owned and he's a guy that got targeted twice. I don't think he's going to do too much, but if they get into the red zone, I think he's perfectly capable of getting that turnaround. He's right there target and score a touchdown. Um, Within this range, the safest play is probably Tyler Boyd for me, where I could see him getting four to five receptions in in this game because the Rams play a ton of cover four. They'll try to bracket um, Jamar Chase. and. Higgins, which will leave Boyd running free underneath.
0: Solid breakdown. And uh, I'm with you 100%. Also, the pressure on on, on Burrow could open yes. things up a little bit more for, for Boyd on top of that. Ben, I mentioned Boyd yesterday just as uh, somebody that I really liked his receptions prop on. It's off the board. So that's interesting. Not sure why. Probably Zoma. Yeah, I guess. But like Chase is still up there and so is Higgins.
2: Yeah, that is a little weird. I I do think though that Boyd is a little more connected because he kind of works in the same area of the field. Um, But at the same time, I I think, I mean, Jordan summed it up perfectly. I'm going to second everything that he was talking about there uh, of kind of how you approach those type of players. And they're going to be key. I mean, I think we all know about the top of the board, the big time players, the quarterbacks. This is where narratives and going to the back to the story is really important. Like if a team stalls in the red zone, the kickers uh, could play a big part. Like if a team like Cincinnati is dumping it off really quickly and they're not able to get chased down the field. Is it Mixon? Is it Boyd? Is it those types? Like these little edges are how you create the value. And then the home run guys van Jefferson, who could get zero points, but he could also have two catches for a buck 20 and two, like he's that type of Robbie Anderson uh, receiver. And I think you have to consider that in in tournaments uh, of this nature.
1: Dude,
0: this is going to be tough with the with the tight end news. I mean, how pissed is is one of Usama or Higby going to be when the other one with the exact same injury plays and they're not ready? I mean, talk about feeling like an inferior being, right?
2: <laughs> That's was a tough scene.
0: It's a tough scene. I, I just, I, I think when it comes to value, is there any way you play a kicker in the captain's spot? I think the Rams and the captain, as Jordan pointed out, makes sense. Uh, I, forget about even captain spots at this point ben are are there ways to have cooper cup at the captain spot and not be duped a million times
2: i'm sure there are some ways but it's it's very difficult uh like because the kickers
0: and crazy shit like that yeah it's and they're, not they're a
2: negative correlation with cop in the
0: captain spot
2: It's a problem. Um, If Cooper Cup is – this is not a hot take. If Cooper Cup turns out to be the optimal captain, and he very well may be, I think there's going to be a massive chop. A massive chop.
0: There has to be. Last year, there was a 500-plus way split, right? And that was with 3.8% on Gronk in the captain spot. Oh, yeah.
1: Now it the argument
0: also- there is that a cheap Gronk just allowed people to play all of the expensive guys, right? That might've been the case, but
2: yeah, cheap, a cheap captain. That's the optimal is the worst thing because, because there's, you just there's only these- like a couple of combinations that you would play. Cause you can basically play everyone that you want.
1: Oh yeah. And An op- I was going to yeah. say the, uh, sorry to cut you off there, Ben, but no. the optimal lineup was Gronk, Brady, Kelsey Hill, with Fournette and Antonio Brown. That was probably the number one generated lineup from. Oh my any God. Yeah. Oh, easy. That's like, Oh my God. It was so easy to make. That's why it got duped 500, 600 times.
0: What was Gronk's price in the
1: captain spot? 4,500.
0: Oh, stop it.
1: Cause remember Bland right now in the captain spot. Cause they priced everything up. That's the first thing I noticed. Blaine's 6,900.
0: Yeah. Crazy. And Blanton <laughs> is Glenn has a 0% chance of having that Gronk game.
1: Yeah. The ceiling's like 15. That's with him right. needing to score.
0: <laughs> exactly. And if that's in the captain's spot, could it get it done? Sure. But I, I, I don't know, Jordan, uh-huh. if we're going with a cheaper player in the captain's spot, the first question is who, because it's not fun. The second question is, do you really go crazy and and, and leave some salary on the table? Because, all right, let, let's do this. Let's, let's close it out with this. By the way, Appreciate you guys hanging with us two weeks away. Uh Chris, yes, we're back to football now. But I mean, what do you expect from us? We're two weeks out. We we gotta jump around a little bit. I like picking Ben's brain sometimes and and seeing where Jordan stands on on these all-important issues that uh, you know. Like oceanography, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: Always yes.
2: do. <laughs> Are you fascinated with the ocean? Not I mean. I think it's a hell of a lot more. Don't get me, we're not going back to space. It's a hell of a lot more useful than space. At least we can go in the ocean, but no, I <laughs> I'm I'm not going down there. Every time there's a tsunami or something, these crazy,
0: you know, creatures wash up on shore that live, you know, miles underneath giant the ocean. squids. Giant squids, yeah. <laughs> dinosaurs, probably.
2: Dinosaurs, yes, yeah, smart. I'm serious. Uh, water dinosaurs. Like they Atlantis, exist. they existed. Yeah, I mean, compared to your other takes, that's uh, towards the top of like likeliest
1: things. Jordan, Dinosaur how is Atlantis. saying
0: that? Jordan, how is saying that dinosaurs still exist in the ocean a hot take? Explain uh, that to me.
1: I don't think it's that much of a hot take. I, not- I think ben, Ben just doesn't want to live in a fun world, and Ben, Ben wants that's to right. sit here. I've and- seen
2: Jurassic Park multiple <laughs> times this week, and it never ends without massive destruction.
1: What do you mean by dinosaurs? Just out of curiosity,
2: animals. just with like dinosaurs. large
1: creatures. I think yeah, that's what he's more so considering. Well,
2: yeah, I'm, I don't I'm think he's
1: you. thinking a T Rex is underwater sitting here. You, you well, surprised. Well, don't Jordan. put words
0: in my mouth, fella. Yeah, i say you don't know what goes on. <laughs> you don't know what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> I'm. Scared.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's no. I, I don't exactly. think a T Rex, which lived on land, is living. Yeah. You know, at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. No, that's not what I'm saying. I do, however, think that there are some. You know, ancient creatures down there that could be. And what dinosaurs. are they doing? I'm going to look He's up chilling? an
1: ocean dinosaur. This is important to me.
0: I think there are some aquatic dinosaurs still alive.
1: Are you talking about like from Ice Age, like the, the things that like are frozen in like the glaciers and stuff. <laughs> I've
0: never seen Ice Age, but no, I'm talking about them that are still living, not living next to Noah's Ark in the <laughs> in a glacier.
2: So you think they just like what are they? They just chill down there.
1: You think a Megalodon is still
2: walking out there. around? Like you've told you just told me that there's so much that we have yet to discover in the ocean. Yeah, but I didn't know if that was a, if that's true. But I know some type of uh, underwater village of giant creatures wasn't on the top of my bucket list. <laughs> why, why are you making this so so obs- I'm not
0: saying there's a villain. I'm not saying there's like walking dinosaurs down there. I'm talking about it's aquatic,
1: like that's what you're saying. No, dinosaurs sw- that can so swim. Know i'm just picturing a lot like of, sharks he's thinking of a megalodon that's probably what he's got isn't that the giant armadillo megalodon's the giant shark oh. yeah it's a shark that's like twice the size of a whale
2: megalodon was was pretty 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 big Lipododon, giant armadillos anyway um <laughs> maybe.
1: whatever maybe <laughs> i
2: and where the hell are so? Th- th- <laughs> what are they immortal? Like, because I, I love this, and they die, and then what happens? Wh- they breed. They? You can't breed. You can't. Oh, that's fine. Procreate? Where are they, Where their uh, carcasses?
1: <clears throat> They're In at the, the bottom mar- of the <laughs> deepest parts of the ocean. <laughs> it's like Ben, you you threw a softball question there.
2: Yeah, they should, you know what they should do? They should, this would probably end the world, but they should devise <laughs> some type of situation to drain the ocean. We could get all the garbage out of it. We could discover that there are no underwater retirement communities for large sea creatures and then we could put the water back and we would have clean oceans
0: by the way i just looked it up first res- result there are no aquatic dinosaurs it would not be possible for dinosaurs to evolve to live in water shocking
2: real <laughs> real shocker Crossed it's an interesting thought off. though right it is well <laughs> oh, i can't man. believe mainstream media on dinosaur aquatic takes though we all know that right
0: that is very that's actually a good point
2: yeah I even mean, come on
0: hold on let me go to InfoWars.
2: smart <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no way this this video is gonna still be up all right uh what you guys want to build a lineup here yeah no i'm down all right let's do it let, let's do this real quickly okay tyler set up a poll all right <laughs> with with hold on who we're gonna captain put cooper cup put a quarterback not Either one, or put both quarter, no, Cooper Cup, put value, just value or quarterback. Defense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's value. We can, we okay, can, that's fair. We can use that as value. Throw that say. in there. I, I, I want to know what Chad says. We'll give it like a minute here. Cause we're, we're still, we're still good.
1: And just to give you guys uh you know, I feel like Van Jefferson, it seems like the topic for that captain spot for us, that's going to be low owned. Just went and cross-referenced some route data that I, I threw into the chat earlier in our Discord page for all the slant route, deep cross, whatever. The Bengals, the two routes that they struggle with most for like deep balls is deep crosses and go routes, actually, which are right into Van Jefferson's wheelhouse. He leads the team in routes on those two. And in deep crosses, he has four for 77 on the season. Not a huge production, but... When they connect, it's connected with him and Cooper Cup and Odell hasn't connected on one.
0: All right, I like that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know the, the whole the whole thing at this rate. It's are we getting that up there, Tyler. You're good. The whole thing at this point is just what are you trying to do, Ben? Like, are you trying to are you trying to win cash games? Are you trying to win a single entry tournament? Or are you trying to win the Millie Maker and not chop it with a bunch of people. Or are you just trying to cash and give yourself a chance to get first place, but you don't care if
2: you chop? So contest selection is one of the more important things because one a lineup, we got a lot of questions in our premium discord sometimes. It's like, is this a good lineup? And it, and the answer usually is it depends on what you're playing. You know, a cash lineup in the Millie Maker is not a good lineup, and a Millie Maker lineup as a cash game lineup is a terrible lineup so it's it's all about trying to line up the lineup with your goals for for the slate and if you do that you, you kind of let the chips fall where they may
0: all right Todd I, I was saying just quarterback in general or value in general it's fine though don't worry about it it looks like Cup's gonna run away with this one anyway uh just Van for Jefferson
2: wh- getting some love though interesting I know it, it is interesting
0: you know, it's funny. Sometimes those guys always will end up actually being not chalky, but kind of popular captain just because, you know, they have that big play upside, but yeah, maybe quarterbacks end up being the odd man out when it comes to, to captains here. Let's throw, let, let's just, let's go ahead and do it. Let's 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 wrap the show up with this. We'll go Cooper cup captain. We pulled the chat. He's at 48% right now. Jefferson's at 30, but let's just, we'll, we'll go with cup. Cause we don't have all day. Appreciate you guys for uh for getting in and out. hit that thumbs up too. Subscribe to the channel. And if you want some free content today, NBA projections, NHL projections, and PGA rankings are all free. And you got the PGA strategy show first look coming up at 1 p.m. as well, but
2: Absolutely. Me and Eric Lindquist.
0: Yep. Deeper dive to uh, NBA Live Before Lock. Both of them tonight take you up for a pretty nice Tuesday slate. I think it's seven games here. So Cooper Cup Captain. Jordan, go ahead. First player into the flags.
1: I'm putting the Rams defense. I fully believe into them to get turnover stops and dominate the game. And I think they'll be able to get after Burrow quite often.
0: All right. Uh, Jason Peterson. how do you even approach cash lineups and showdown sites? Just crunch and and run the optimal, honestly. (laughs)
1: You just, don't. you just don't play cash. <laughs> I don't play yeah. cash in showdown. Well,
0: I, I know a lot of people that actually do really well playing showdown cash. Like
2: really? Because I, I played a decent amount this year and I don't yeah. play a lot of cash.
0: Because if you're running the optimal, if you have good projections, right? And, and yeah. you can kind of just run an unadulterated optimal and get one in there where other people are trying to go crazy in these cash games. All right. Uh, you
2: went with Rams defense. Yep. Ben, who do you got? I'll throw Boyd in there. I know you like him. I think that he's he's kind of a, not a free square in the sense that he's automatically getting there, but he fits basically any type of lineup to me. So uh, I'll put him in there. Plenty of salary to work with. So I don't think it's crazy
0: to have Cooper cup lineups without Stafford. If it ends up being just the Cooper cup show, but which is possible, but let's just see what happens if we throw Stafford in here, it gives us 6,500 per player remaining. Uh, Jordan,
1: this where it gets interesting because now it's like, do we got one left out of the top guys? And with Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Rams, I'm assuming we're playing with the lead here. That with that type of build, so I really like Cam Akers, even though he's 6400. But Sony Michelle for 5K allows us, I believe, to get T Higgins if we want to go that route. It would. I'll leave Ben. I'll let Ben decide if he wants to go up to get T Higgins or leave it to Cam Akers and sign so, someone cheaper.
0: Sonny Michelle, we get you to Higgins. Akers puts you in that weird dead spot where you have a bunch of backup quarterbacks, but then you also have Van Jefferson. Um You have Sonny Michelle as well. If you're going large field here, if you wanted to go Acres and Sonny Michelle, so whatever you want to do, Ben.
2: Um, yeah, I think you could double up the running backs. I have no problem with that's a weird looking lineup, but again, we're we're going after those type of opportunities here. Uh, yeah. Stafford throws,
0: so they route them. Stafford throws two touchdowns to Cooper Cup, one to one of his running backs, preferably Akers, and then Sonny Michelle has a goal line rushing touchdown and 30 yards.
2: I mean, this has to be 38 to seven. Which got to be a is, blowout, but yeah. like
0: I said, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that this game could get out of control.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, that's obviously not a cash. Not even a single no. entry lineup. But if you're going all <laughs> out and you're saying I'm just trying to win it all, it could it could happen. We've seen it happen before. All right, boys. Good stuff. Thanks to Tyler Zander for producing as always follow Jordan at Jordan Vannick DFS, Bennett Jazz Raz DFS, and check out the Odd Shopper channel. Recent rebrand over there. It's part of the awesome uh part of the awesome brand, Odd Shopper channel. And if you're new to sports betting and you're in New York or Louisiana, take advantage in the description of the ridiculous uh deposit match bonus opportunities, $1500 match deposit bonuses. free bets, easy, free, $200 wins that are literally free money. Uh, And if you're not in New York or Louisiana, all of those are open to you as well. If you haven't signed up on those books, like Caesars, BetMGM, whatever, all of them. Anyway, check it out. We'll catch you guys back here shortly. Thanks as always for watching. It's the strategy show presented by Yahoo daily fantasy sports.